Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Yes, we are because, well, we know that money is a big part of your life. In fact, it's a huge part of your life. I don't know that we realize really how big a part it is because we don't think about it. It's just kind of like living life. But you get up, you go, you go to work. You're doing that primarily for the money it provides you. There's some other things there, but it's the money. Then you go out and you buy things with that money and you want to help your kids do things. You want to you want to enjoy a future where you may not have to work so hard. You really deal with money a lot. And that's why we think it's such an important topic. I'm Don McDonald over there in his go green, go white shirt. I don't know what that means. What's underneath don't that? Don't need to know. What's under, my, my chest? Not you. What, what, what oh, is go <laughs> green, go white? What does that mean? That's, uh, I think it's something to do with the Bear Creek School or something like that. Oh, so. it's a school green, thing. It's a school yeah. thing. Okay. All right, oh. I didn't know. I didn't. I just thought maybe there was a new sports. You just team. made them famous, man. They're go green, so go white. Now. Bear Creek, bear, yeah, right. bear Creek. You know, we have a we bear. We had cows. We had bulls. We had bears. In my little bulls. my town here, we we've got a bear now who's just wandering through town all the time, like kind of like you. I didn't think that was here. Anyway, uh, we're here to talk about money. Our phone number is 855-935-TALK. That's how you call us to get a little help that we hope is among the more honest sources of help you can find out there. There are a lot of them. Uh, there are a lot of people out there trying, claiming to help you manage your money. We call it the money media, and that includes radio shows like ours, podcasts like ours, publications not like ours, Television shows. Yeah, that was a joke when we tried that. Uh, no, I, wait, I had a TV show. That wasn't a joke. Come on. No, okay. I mean, the, the, the one we did on YouTube. The one you did? No, that oh, was yeah. that was a that was a fine, 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 fine piece. You were of, a guest. Uh, on I was there. a guest Don't twice. Worry. I was a guest. I know. Pardon me. Two yeah, times. Right. Okay. You know, it's podcasts yeah. like Blondes Building Equity and things like that. Okay, where are they now in the radio? Are they moved number up? six? They moved down number They're six. They're still there. They're yeah. in the top okay. ten. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that happens. I don't know how. Anyway, we want to talk a little bit today about money media and the madness that is money media. Because there is advice out there that is good. And then there is advice out there, and this is in the the majority, it's really terrible. Now, most of the advice that you get today, back in the old days, Tom, when you were on the radio – uh, with a show that talked about any subject at all. And I, I remember working for, for KOA in Denver and we had shows about, uh, uh, we had shows about money and we had shows about psychology and we had shows about politics and we had shows about pets and gardening and all these things. And every host back in the olden days 
received a paycheck for doing their show. You got paid to do the show. I got paid to do the show. Mm. I did a financial talk show on the Business Radio Network. I got paid to do that show. And then? The industry discovered something really interesting. People who are in the financial services business will gladly pay to be on the radio a lot. In some cases, a ridiculously large amount. Because they can then, they have access to you and they set themselves up up as experts. Now, we do that, okay? To be perfectly honest, we do that. However, we don't do it to the extent that most others do it. We buy time commercials on Northwest News Radio in Seattle. And we're on as experts. You notice we don't own the whole hour. We didn't buy the hour. There are Not commercials. start doing traffic or I mean, really, buying the whole hour. I, I remember in in Phoenix, it was six figures or something. I, you remember they had to raise the debt ceiling to fit it in. So it's you're going to find lot. that a lot of the radio shows out there, and we've talked about some on some of the other stations that pay to play. Then there, there are a couple, not very many, but there are a couple that get syndicated on their own. And we want to talk a little bit about the biggest of those money shows that gets syndicated alone. You know who he is out of Tennessee, Dave Ramsey. Tom and Don are talking real money. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And you, you have a standing invitation to talk with us about your money anytime, really, at 855-935-TALK. You can call us 24-7 and leave questions. But if you want to talk to us live between noon and 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, is the time to do it on Saturdays, which is where we are right now, unless you're listening to the podcast. Then it's not, which is very confusing. Uh, I'm Don. Tom's over there. And we're talking today in this uh, episode about the madness of the money media. I love alliterations Um, because it is a little bit maddening. And there is good advice and then there is really terrible advice. And somewhere in the middle of that is the most popular show. And we are, by the way, folks, we are not jealous of this guy. I know he has a lot of money, but you know, really, there's only so much money. I, I'm so comfortable, I can hardly stand it. I just don't need a lot of money, so I'm really not jealous of Dave Ramsey. Um, I have listened. I used to listen to his show a lot when I actually drove places, which I don't do anymore. I do listen to it occasionally. I do, we do believe that some of his advice is quite good. The debt stuff, right? Snowball. The snowball, the debt snowball. We like. I like that. the snowball. We don't like his. Like, we don't like his investing advice. The investing advice is poor. I mean, it has been very poor. Where he said, "There's one mutual fund you can use. It makes you twelve percent a year. It makes it sound like you just give him the money to make twelve percent a year, and that's nonsense." You did not say the two words I think you should have mentioned around 
most of the advice that is given on radio, television, written, and uh, other places. It's self-interested. Most of the and time, yes, the most, yes. Most of the time. I that think is actually the most dangerous great. That's a great couple of words to describe it. It is self-interested. Yeah, it is. And so, we, by I the mean, way, are again, self-interested to some extent. I know. I was uh, getting to that because right. we have something we believe. But as many of you already know, we tell you, if you think you can go do this, here are the mutual funds to go use. Here are the exchange rate. We give you the methods. We don't say you got to pay us $10,000 to figure this out. We don't do that. But here's where I really worry. When you hear very popular host Dave Ramsey among them, certainly, as you said, maybe the biggest today. He's the biggest today, yeah. And he gets on there and tells his humongous audience that, hey, you're stuck in a timeshare that you hate because mm-hmm. they're horrible, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to pay that anymore. I never should have done it. But there's a way to get out of it. And he winds that message into the show and makes right. it sound like there is no distinction between advertising and uh, and and the the program, it's not. There's not. It, there's no delineation. And then you tell me now, if you're listening, the fact that Mr. Ramsey received. I mean, to me, it's astounding as a financial guy. Thirty million dollars to promote the company that was the timeshare exit team. Thirty million dollars. I mean, that's a for anybody. That's a lot of money, wow. right? Um, and no wonder he was able to build a $50 million uh, <laughs> headquarters building. Yeah. Wow. And he continued to do that, according to the state of Washington, after pe- the, the state had already said, these guys are bad news. They are using deceptive practices to collect a lot of fees. They're telling people they can get them out of their timeshare when the only way you really tell at the end of the day saying, well, you just don't pay them. That's how you get out of it. Well, that's really not a great method. So, I mean, and Dave, of course, has the other trusted services, right? Real estate agents, tax advisors, financial advisors, which he had to change a bit when it came to the financial advisor part because he was getting part of the actual fee they were charging. And they found out can't do that without being registered. And now they say that uh, financial advisors pay a per month charge depending on the size and population. Again, it worries me because it gets wound into the program. It's definitely self-interested and People believe Dave so much that they just say, well, Dave said this is right. I got to go do it. Right. That's the problem. It, it, it becomes the in, the affinity cell writ ginormous. I mean, there yeah. are infinity cells that are one-on-one. You know, I trust the guy at my church. I trust the guy in my club. I trust the gal that, uh, you know, I, I uh, that, that manages my, my money. I, this is, this is huge. This is huge, and that's why he got thirty million dollars from these guys. Who I have to tell you, I got and and I I I have run into this. There was a time, Tom, when I you know I was self syndicated. I syndicate yeah. like Dave. Dave is self syndicated, and we had advertisers, and I would not allow. I did as much as I needed the money. I mean, I was just surviving. You know, we weren't making a lot of money. Vanguard was buying some spots for a few thousand dollars a month. We we weren't making a lot of money. Um, and I had companies that wanted to advertise that I would not take, that I would just not take. And I would never, ever, ever endorse a company that uh, was in a business like this anyway. I, I just, it, it's, it, it sounded now, shady from the beginning because it was 5000 bucks up front for them to even talk to And now his listeners... His listeners are seeking $150 million in damages due to the fact that 
Through his advice, they hired the timeshare exit team. They did not get exited, or at least they didn't in the method they thought they could. And they feel like Mr. Ramsey made a promise that he couldn't keep and took a lot of money to do it. We'll see how it shakes out. Right. And that, by the way, is a case that is being uh, that runs is running through the the state of Washington. It was the Washington attorney general that originally uh, started this investigation, I believe, wasn't it? Well, the Washington attorney general did find that the timeshare exit team had deceptive timeshare exit practices and reached a settlement with the company for them to pay two point six million dollars to the great state of Washington. And again, during that time. Dave Ramsey continued to promote them as a place to go get help. I mean, again, that's like uh, maybe this isn't the best idea. We probably should pull the plug on that advertiser because it seems they are having some trouble. The only time he ended up pulling the plug on them was when? They were already shut down, basically shut down. They didn't have the money to pay him for right. the advertising. Oh, well, that makes yeah, perfect you know. sense. Yeah, sure. yeah. Couldn't pay. Yeah. There you There's go. a lesson, though, here. There's a lesson. Oh, and I wanted to also bring up things like Entrepreneur Magazine and Forbes yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and others that, uh, are, that are doing pay-to-play articles. And the disclosure, they're supposed to be, if, it, if you pay for an article in a magazine, if you pay to to talk about something that benefits your company, it's supposed to be very clearly disclosed. And I found, particularly in Entrepreneur Magazine, it is not. They get articles from a uh, a group called Do.com, and Do.com is an annuity sales company. And they write these articles that get published as real news. Uh, I've seen some at CBSNews.com from gold companies who sell gold, and they write articles from C- for CBSNews.com that are obviously advertisements and yet if they're disclosed at all it's hardly there you can barely find it there is so much garbage being spread around out there right now so so much that you are the only one who can protect you i mean even in this case of the timeshare thing tom the the state of washington took a long time for this investigation and people lost millions of dollars before they were able to step in and protect them so, and don't step in the doo-doo, don't listen to do is what you're saying. Right? When we get back from this very brief break, I want to talk about how you can and should protect yourself from all of this terrible advice. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back. I'm Don. Tom's there. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. We would love to help you out if we can. Uh, There are terrible, terrible, terrible financial talk shows on the radio. Terrible. I mean, horrible. I listen to them in the Orlando area. Tom, you listen to them in the Seattle area. We know who they are. It's so obvious to us because we're professionals in this business. It is so obvious because they're promising things that can never be delivered. There are articles that tell you this is the next best thing. This is hot. This is great. This is wonderful. Uh, There are television personalities who tell you things to do. There are podcasters like, uh, you know, big, big names like Grant Cardone, who's telling you you can make millions in real estate where, in fact, he's making millions selling you 
classes on real estate and non-publicly traded real estate investment vehicles that scare the living daylights out of me and should you, promising or uh, implying returns of about 17% on some of them. You know, okay, you promise. So what's the problem? Said, what what do we do? Right. Yeah, right. How do we how do we protect ourselves? I mean, I've got my list. You, you no, want I want to hear your list. <laughs> my list is always when somebody says something, who benefits from what they say? Oh, good one. I mean, it's like, okay, you believe this, who's going to benefit? Number two, I think this is so important, is around anything. Where's the research? Where's the empirical evidence rather than just your opinion? And then the third part is, why are you credible? Now, I, back to the radio host we mentioned a couple of minutes ago. The reason he's credible is because he has a big audience. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a background. He doesn't manage money for Mm-mm. people. He doesn't really, he doesn't, and not that we're perfect because we do, but that gives us a little bit higher place because our audience is smaller, but our audience is tiny by comparison. <laughs> yeah. So I think we have some credibility there. But again, those are, when somebody says something, what are they trying to get you to do and who benefits from that? I think if you answer that question, you'll figure out who people really are. And, and that is a great, but the thing is, it, what it comes down to, is you being skeptical. You Skepticism is your greatest defense against these deals. Because if you, if for example, when Dave Ramsey claims 12% and he's sending you to guys who are getting commissions and benefiting him, paying him, do you really think that that, that number is credible? I mean, yeah, maybe he did, but that's anecdotal. That's anecdotal. That's not the reality. Uh, when a Grant Cardone says 17% on a real estate investment, is that credible? Can you really do if, – if it was easy to make 12, 15, 17, 20% per year – wouldn't everybody already be doing it? And then... Yeah, if there was, yeah, 12%, I'd give them all my money. I would. If I knew I could get 12% sure. without breaking Absol- a sweat. No-brainer. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. you've right. got to be at all times. Of us, too, by the way. Indeed. Please, we encourage skepticism. We encourage the asking of hard questions. And that's the other thing. Ask the hard questions. This is business. I was talking to a family member about this. They have their money with a broker, and it's because of the relationship. And I said, well, you need to ask some questions. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they if, if we can ask those questions. This is a friend. <laughs> I said, it's Your business. Money. No, you've got to ask Come the hard on. questions. Here are the hard questions. How much money do you make? Don't give me a BS about I don't get a commission or whatever. No. How much money do you get when I work with you? What do you charge? How much do I? How much do you get? You're not doing this for your health. You're not doing it. You're doing it to get paid. How much? What has actually been the return? Show me the numbers. Show me the numbers for this long term. Give me some track record. And what? then you have to kind of step back and go, well, really, does this just make sense? It's It really comes down to I love that. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because most people, we know, because we're in the business, most of you make decisions about this emotionally. I like Tom and Don. I like my broker. He's a friend. 
You start from there, but you shouldn't start the other way around. Like, why would I listen to these people? What credibility do they have? Is this make sense? I agree. Wouldn't it be nice if a lot of these people on the radio said, you should ask me why you should trust me? 855-935-TALK. We're talking real money. Our goal on Talking Real Money is to make you a better manager of money, not just a better investor, but a better manager of money. And we know for a fact the best way we can do that is when we answer your questions directly, which is why we take them during our show on Saturdays, which is why we take them during the week at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Call right now. Jason, you're up. Welcome to the program. Gentlemen, hello. Uh, I called you about two or so weeks ago uh, talking about Tesla. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, know if you've been following following the, the path of the stock. It's gone from about 180 about six weeks ago, roughly, to about 250 today. Uh-huh. So, you know, I just wanted to know your thoughts. <laughs> I, I know you, I, I'm never, I never was talking about sell, a single investment sell, portfolio. But, sell, like, sell, <laughs> sell. Anything that's gone up that much, sell. Get your profit. Get out of there like the Taylor Swift tickets. Get your money and run, man. I get my money back. Yeah, because you know if you wait until the Taylor Swift concert's already happened, you're going to get nothing for those tickets. You get no profit. Yeah, I mean, what do we think? We think uh, we're very happy. Eight hundred. It's going to eight hundred, a thousand. Ah, yes. Isn't that what uh, Kathy? That's what Kathy Wood was telling us. That's what she said. I I, I know. I mentioned. I mentioned. I mentioned Kathy Wood last time, but she's not the only. She's not the only Tesla bull guy. There's a lot of. No, no, no. Obviously, there are a whole lot of Tesla bulls. There really are. There might be a lot of bulls surrounding Tesla, but that's a different story. But but just as I have a hard time imagining NVIDIA, NVIDIA, for heaven's sake, a company that makes graphics cards is worth a trillion dollars. I have an equally hard time thinking that one car company is worth more than every other car company in the world. Okay, we're... And we are not going to re-legislate that because we just did it a couple of weeks ago. We don't own individual stocks because for the reasons that we already discussed. We're very happy for anybody that did and made yeah. like you, Jason. If you made big money, that, congratulations. We're always in favor of making money. We have no idea, nor do you, what the future will look like with Tesla or automakers sure. or you know the market in the short term. So God bless you and take those money. Well, actually. Maybe you could take that money and buy yourself some Taylor Swift tickets now with those profits. So, <laughs> but you know, we just uh, you know, you, it, this is anecdotal evidence. This is not uh, this is not uh, uh, academic but evidence. You look, but you have to look at the road. You have to look at the roadmap, though. Look at all the things that they have in the future and their in their in their game plan for the next decade, like what? the robo taxi, like the the, the power wall, like all this stuff. You have to think about that. Right. That's, that's real revenue. Right, and right, selling, right. And selling but, FS, selling full scale. Full self-driving to other car companies, like that's royalties. I mean, that's a lot of recurring income. But but a lot of other car companies and and truly believe that Tesla, Tesla's technology is flawed, uh, that relies primarily on sight uh, as opposed to other things. You know, so you've got Slide you've R. got yeah you've got GM, you've got people like Google still playing around with it. You've got a lot of big 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 players out there who also who want to knock Tesla off their perch. Theirs is a dangerous perch in the in an industry that at times has been 
horribly commoditized. Right now, they're in a lucky little window where demand is very high and supplies are still quite low uh, so that they're able to profit from it. But the future will, I guarantee you, in some way, shape, manner, or form, the future is going to look a lot different. And I don't believe any company has a monopoly on brilliance. As smart as Elon Musk is, he doesn't have a monopoly on brilliance, and a lot of his very smart people are going to get picked up by other smart people. And again, I come back to, are they worth the rest of the industry? And we appreciate your call, Jason. Thank you so much for being out there. Yes, 855-935-TALK yeah, is our phone number, 855-935-8255. Um, but, and by the way, at least but they indivi- We don't believe in this. individual stocks. We just no, don't. We don't. At least they're delivering them because, you know, I got an electric car that's going to be delivered sometime after the okay. next presidential election. All right. I guess Wait. So. Hold on. Let's Lord. look. I want to look that up. Is no, I know they're not. They're not. They're, I think their uh, their asset value is about the same as the amount of money they have in the bank. We're talking okay. here, of course, of Rivian. Rivian. So, Tesla's yeah. market cap is yeah, $780 billion. Dollars. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Rivian's is 13 12 13 billion okay well, that's made a lot billion. of money the last couple of days 13 yeah. billion so hmm, i mean know. all right there who, you go. who was the biggest car company who wait a minute who is the biggest car company in the world you know who that is tesla toyota in terms of, of sales oh in sales toyota motor cap here and toyota motor corporation is worth only a fraction of what Tesla is. This, this all just doesn't make sense. $200 billion for, for Toyota. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello again. Welcome back. I'm Don. Tom's over there. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. We're going to talk. Let's talk a little bit more about individual stocks and and Tesla in particular, because it is a fascinating story, the story of Tesla, uh, because it's more about emotion than it is about reality. The what what does what is it that we're buying when we're buying a stock in a company? What are we buying really? What is it we're buying? buying? Belief belief in the future. No, we're buying the earnings of the company and the future yeah. earnings of the, the company. Future earnings. Future yeah. earnings. Yeah. We're buying current right, earnings yep. and future earnings. We're mm-hmm. buying what the yep. company makes. Now, the company that has the greatest earnings, earnings that actually makes positive in the, uh, money in the car business the auto, auto, okay. is yep. Toyota. How big? Their market cap is $200 billion. Tesla's is $775 billion. And let's make sure we make clear the market capitalization is the size of which investors believe. the. In other words, it's the number of shares outstanding times the share price. price. So they're saying yeah. right now, on paper, Toyota is yep. worth $200 billion, Tesla is worth $775 billion. Toyota makes a lot of money, far more money, dramatically more money than Tesla does. Dramatically. Sure. So does General Motors, $50 billion market cap. Ford, $54 billion market cap. VW, they're huge. They're the main car, they're the biggest car company in Europe. $68 billion 
in market cap. Wait, you're going to add all these up? Are Nissan even, uh, equal to fourteen. Our friends at Tesla, Honda, fifty-one. Just those six account yeah. for the bulk of car sales in the world. Worth four hundred and fifty billion dollars. Which would you buy? If you were trying to buy earnings, you're trying to buy not just today's earnings, but future earnings. Will or do all of those companies have electric cars that are very innovative? Sure. Yes, yeah, yes, of course. yes. All but Toyota. All but Toyota, the most profitable one. Because they know that electrics aren't going to be profitable for a long time. Toyota's slow. I mean, but let's go back to the individual stock argument. So one of the complaints you hear a lot about with Major League Baseball is the league is either a home run or a strikeout. It's not like the old days where you got walked or you get a single and you play hit and run. There's a lot going on during the inning. It is either somebody jacks the ball 450 feet out or they whiff. It's a lot of both. Really? So you've got great pitchers and great hitters and the rest is... really do. Yeah. Yeah. Big, strong people that hit the ball a long way or they miss and screw themselves. Because the the pitchers are so good. Exactly. So that's a little to me like buying an individual company. You might hit a home run. And again, like Jason, we're, we're happy for you. We're not mad at you. But the more the averages are that you're going to strike out more. And frankly, the people that do better in the long haul are the ones that hit the singles and the doubles. They get on base. They score runs. They win the games that way. So I'd rather be those people. And again, the evidence bears out that those people, again, backed by academic work, end up making more than those who sort of speculate on individual companies, individual uh, parts of the market, or just anything that's sort of singular in that notion. Well, and and the the other thing that we, the problem we have with individual, well, we have a pro- couple of problems with individual stocks. One is that I don't care how good the company is today and what its wonderful prospects are for the future. We have hundreds, hundreds, thousands of examples of companies that were once great that are no longer here or were once great and are now mere shadows of them for their former selves. Uh, I'll go back to Woolworth Company. Do you know what's left sure. of Woolworth today? I think I went by and had a milkshake there at no. the stand the other day, right? Foot Locker. <laughs> okay, pardon me. That's what was, that's, that's the what's start? left of the know. great Woolworth uh, Company. Okay. By the way, Wool How about Wool, Sears? Woolworth How about beat Sears? Kmart to the giant store thing and Walmart with Woolco way right. back when. Uh, Sears, Sears, another great retailer that is now reduced to, uh, clearance racks in, in bug infested, nasty looking stores. It's just a mess. Uh, and, and more recently, the hottest energy company in the country folks was Enron. That was only 20 years ago. It wasn't like it was 20 years years ago. ago. The wonderful yeah, Delta well, Airlines point. went bankrupt. Every one of its shareholders lost everything. It still exists, yeah. but not in the current form. Could Tesla go bankrupt? Could it? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Will it? I don't yeah. know. But the gamble is huge. The other thing about Tesla, if you lay Tesla's chart out against any other car company, you are going to see a chart that looks like the most frightening roller coaster ride anybody has ever built. With huge climbs and gigantic drops. I mean, think about it. Tesla Tesla in November of 2021 was worth 
four hundred dollars a share. Yeah, it went as high as four fourteen, and in just as recently as the end of twenty twenty two, the company was down to as low as one hundred and eight. And trading today at that is a wild and woolly ride two forty four. Yeah, I mean that's crazy upside. So yeah. if you bought it, if you bought it, you know, so somebody buying it today can go, hey, look at me, I'm brilliant. But what about yep. those who bought it in 2021? Are they looking so smart? Kathy? Kathy? Mm, still Kathy? waiting. Raise your hand, Kathy. So that's why. And again, our notion when it comes to investing in stocks is let's get what the stock market provides. Let's have exposure of our money to these various economies, various companies, various ideas, because a lot of companies are really just still ideas, even though they go public. That has provided a very, very, very good return for a long period of time with a whole lot less risk than owning an individual firm. That's why we believe in it. Well, plus, this is the, this should stick with you. This this saying should should stick in your brain. It's just like a, 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 a what's those what are those musical things called a uh, an earworm. Nope. This should be your earworm. Listen, this oh, is okay. This is the earworm. Listen carefully. Don't try to beat the market just be the market da, 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 da. you should be satisfied being the market because the market has over time always made money so you if you if you were the market you made money you many people who try to beat the market lose a lot some make a lot and i think this goes back to where we started what will be yesterday's podcast mm -hmm. again we're now in a bull market. Very few people really kind of understand why, because when you look at the overall situation, it feels counterintuitive. Interest rates have gone way up. Yeah, employment's still strong, but the economy is kind of mezzo-mezzo. Companies are slowing down with their earnings. Where's all this headed? But stocks do have an upward climb to them when you step back and look at them in the long run. And they've had one here for the last seven months and the really the only downside to being the market if you are the market there is only one way you can lose all of your money only one way and that is the destruction of the planet so you can't lose you really can't because if you do lose what, what are you gonna care uh we'll be back in a minute with more and remember you can call us anytime at 855-935-TALK or send us questions at talkingrealmoney.com Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And remember, we're here for you all the time. You can call us with questions at 855-935-TALK. You can send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. If you have a more advanced situation, you need to really spend some time, more than we can spend on a podcast or a radio show with you, well, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com and click on the button that says Meet an Advisor. That's going to set you up to meet one of our advisors. You pick the time. And there will not be any any uh, high-pressure sales pitch. So do that. And by the way, every Saturday, Tom sits down with uh, several people in the mornings on Saturdays. So do the same thing. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on Meet an Advisor. 
you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?